Hey, welcome back, everybody. Uh, Sorry, kind of speaks. Jared and Bob here for you tonight. Um, I guess to as a as an opening thought here, um, I saw something today on the Roca News app. Shout out to those guys again. Not not sponsors of the show, but um, they don't do sponsorships. But if they wanted to, they could certainly be a sponsor. I don't know how a news company would end up being a sponsor anyway, but um, I definitely pumped them up. <clears throat> as much as i uh as much as i can but you should check them out if you haven't already uh great news organization like pretty straightforward down the middle like just the facts that whole shebang whatever so for the last couple days they've been talking about um a brewing potential conflict in south america so um the the cliff notes of it is venezuela is right next to a country called guiana or guyana i don't know how to pronounce it again with the this back to back episodes with the pronunciation thing um we'll call it guyana i guess <coughs> um and guyana was one of the poorest countries at least in South America, if not the entire world. And then something like 10 years ago, uh, they discovered oil, that there's tons of oil in the country and they've been drilling and digging. And now Guyana is like super rich. But I guess, you know, decades ago, the region was originally part of Venezuela and it separated and became its own country. Now, Venezuela is basically saying, oh, yeah, actually, um, you know what? Yeah, we never actually let you guys separate from us. You're still part of Venezuela, actually. Yeah, we still we still own that land with all that oil on it. Because, you know, I know for the last 40 years, we didn't really give a shit because you were the poorest country in South America. But uh, yeah, seeing how you got all that oil on your land now. Um, yeah, we 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 just let you kind of do your own thing for 40 years. But now, now we're, we're taking the land. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <clears throat> now we're taking the land back. So obviously a potential issue there, right? Um, Brazil, who is the largest country in South America, both by landmass population probably GDP, right? Like they're, they basically are South America. Um, they are moving troops toward Guyana in defense of the country and as a, you know, antagonize antagon, antagonist, Jesus of Venezuela. So, um, potential another little fucking skirmish right and the whole reason i bring this up why it's interesting is because the united states recently um more specifically i believe under the biden administration has uh gotten more involved with venezuela um and had more i guess you could call it diplomatic relations and like conversations right because i think under trump Trump was like, nah, fuck them, they're communist. 
Um, so I'm not dealing anything with them. And Biden is like, oh no, yeah, no, we can definitely talk. We can, we can have some diplomatic relations and things like that. So obviously with the war in Ukraine that we had to stick our fucking nose in, right. is basically a proxy war for us against Russia with Ukraine as a puppet. Um, and now the whole bullshit with, uh, Israel and Palestine that, you know, like we said here, has been going on for quite literally thousands of years. Um, now we have a potential brewing issue in South America. And it's going to be interesting to see if and how the United States decides to get themselves involved in that, right? Because apparently that's what we do now, is we just stick our noses in everyone else's business and it's the whole world police bullshit thing, right? Where for the longest time people are like, oh, well, the U.S., you know, you have a responsibility as the, the, you know, the most powerful country in the world. No, you don't. We don't have any responsibility to be the world police. No one elected us to be the world police, right? So we should just shut our fucking mouths and, you know, worry about our own shit, right? Like all the homeless people that, that are in the country and all the issues that we have here, clearly, uh, between mental health and all kinds of other shit, right? Economic and what have you. Um, so yeah, yeah, I was reading that today on uh Roka News app and very interesting. Something to uh something to keep an eye out for because if they do break out into a hot war, uh, I'd be willing to bet that somehow the United States gets involved, right? Whether that's just providing money. Or like we did in Ukraine, right? We pick a side and just give them a bunch of weapons. Um, so yeah, you know, that'll be the next iteration, right? Because Ukraine and Russia got stale. So then we swapped over to Israel and Palestine. That got stale real quick because, you know, like I said already, uh, it's been going on for thousands of years, right? So people have a really short attention span for something that's been going on forever. Um they had a much longer attention span for Ukraine and Russia, but now we could have something else to steal from Israel and Palestine in the next, you know, couple of weeks, months, year, whatever it might be. Could we try to get financial advice from the Venezuelan government? <laughs> I heard they're pretty good at that. Yeah. Yeah. They're really good. They're really good at running an economy. Yeah. Yeah. Should we ask them for help? Yeah, literally, if they didn't have oil, um, they might not be a country. Like, I think their oil production is the only thing that keeps them afloat. Yeah, I don't know. Uh... Yeah, it wasn't great from like 2013 on. Yeah. <laughs> they like really kind of fucked everything up. Yep. Yep, they did. Yeah. So, They'll figure it out, right? Yeah, of course. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, I, I don't know. Truthfully, I don't know. Well, I, I know what would happen if someone that wasn't the Biden administration was in, right? If Trump was in, it wouldn't be a fucking issue. Um, he'd probably tell Venezuela to fuck off or he'd just nuke him or something. He would do something fucking stupid. He would tweet mean things 
at at Venezuelans for sure, or the Venezuelan I mean, that seemed government. to be his like defining tactic, right? Yeah, yeah, and I mean it worked for four years, right? It was, he didn't get us into any new wars. Um, you know, to be fair, Biden did get us out of the Afghan war uh, after twenty years, albeit it was an absolute fucking disaster of a pullout. Um, but he did get us out, right? So uh, Trump didn't do that. He didn't get us out of any wars. But he didn't start any new ones. Um, so he just kept the peace by being a mean tweeter. But people didn't like that because he's mean. Uh, but yeah, no. So what I was going to say is I, I, I'd i be curious to see what the stance is of the U.S. government on that. Because, again, we've had more friendly relations with Venezuela as of late. But if it comes down to it, are we really going to support a country that's trying to steal land from another country and also one that is communist and also one that on the other side has the backing of the largest country again economically landmass population wise in the on their continent right like if we fund venezuela that's kind of going against brazil we like brazil i think we like brazil they have a good soccer team. I don't like Brazil. I don't know what it's bringing to the table for me. They have the Amazon, the rainforest. What do I care? Does that mean they created the that like they inspired the rainforest cafe? Because so if it Brazil. wasn't if it wasn't for Brazil, then no one would have decided to come up with the rainforest cafe. Yep, still not a good thing. Yeah, still not a good restaurant. <laughs> Pretty shitty restaurant. Yeah, yeah. Actually, a vastly. Yeah. What does what does Brazil do? Like, what are um, three, what are three reasons why I should give a shit about Brazil? They uh, they were pretty heavily involved in all the alien stuff. I guess there's been a lot of alien contacts in Brazil. Uh, must be the Nazis from back in the day, because that's where they all went to. Or Brazil and Argentina, right? Yeah, I think most of them went to Argentina, but some of them are in Brazil. Yeah, I mean, it's close enough, right? It's like the United States and Canada. They touch. Yeah, same thing. Yeah. I'm sure the Brazilians and Argentinians would love to hear that, too. <laughs> but I'm sure the Brazilians and Argentinians would look at us in Canada and be like, yeah, same thing. Yeah, same thing. Yeah. They don't even speak the same language. We do, at least. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Except for Quebec. Fuck Quebec. Yeah, it's like a nobody likes it's like a neighborhood. Yeah, well, I think also, yeah, Argentine Argentinians speak Spanish and Brazilians speak Portuguese. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if they like each other. They might not. Yeah, probably not. I'd imagine there's some contention there. I mean, I guess if I lived there, if I lived in South America, I'd probably be looking at it like. You're the only country here that doesn't speak fucking Spanish. Like, really? You couldn't just you you, you had you had <laughs> to be different. Every one of us, same language, different dialects, but same language. No, you're the only ones. I mean, it's not like they chose Portuguese. They were conquered by the Portuguese. They were colon. They were a colony of like the Portugal Portuguese Empire. So they're not a team player. 
when everyone else is Spanish, they could have been like, you know what? We'll learn that. <laughs> I mean, it's it's close enough, right? I, don't know, I just created some fake feud between two countries in South America. Hey, it might be accurate. Well, Uruguay and Paraguay must hate each other. <clears throat> well, yeah, because the names the real, are so similar. Who's the real Guay? Yeah. And now you have Guyana. Yeah, but they speak English, so no one must like them. Do they speak English? Yeah, I looked it up. Ah. Well, I was looking up the country and I saw that they speak English. Oh, okay. But they also have like a Guyanese Creole, which is like some bastard like <laughs> English Creole, which I'm like, what in the fuck does that even mean? Yeah. <laughs> as, as far as I know, Creole is its own language. Right. Right. And like, okay, so there could be like dialects like Haitian and French and whatever. What the fuck is English Creole? Or is that just like like native Louisianians being like? Well, that's Cajun, right? Isn't barely that Cajun Creole. What is Creole? I think it's because right? like you like you just said, there's French Creole, there's Haitian Creole, there's Cajun Creole. So what Cajun is Cajun Creole? Doesn't sound like what is actual? It's like what's plain Creole, right? Like why are there so many different versions of Creole, but we never hear about the plain one? Oh no. I wish I didn't look this up. <laughs> so I just I just typed in Creole. Yeah. So I get the the dictionary, right? Yeah. A person of mixed European and black descent, especially in the Caribbean. Jesus fucking Christ, dude. Okay, so that's literally That's like every anything. That's literally everything. Yeah. So then why do people say Haitian Creole? Is that like a Isn't that an oxymoron then? Well, hate oh god damn it. Now this is from like indiana.edu. Haitian Creole often simply often called simply Creole is a French-based Creole and is one of Haiti's two official languages along with French. Right, okay. so it is in fact different. Right, if they have the two languages that are French and French Creole, Haitian Creole, Louisiana Haitian Creole. Creole, Mauritian Creole, English, <laughs> Jamaican Creole, Guyanese Creole, Hawaiian Creole, Portuguese. Dude. So according to Wikipedia, the precise number of Creole languages is not known. <laughs> so Creole is not a thing. Because any 100 Creole languages have arisen since 1500. That's not a fucking thing. Creole is not a thing. If there's 100 languages, it's not a thing. Like it can't be. So again, according to Wikipedia here, a Creole language or simply Creole is a stable natural language that develops from the process of different languages simplifying and mixing into a new form. Isn't that just like colloquialisms and fucking, you know what I mean? Like, see the way I'm seeing this dialects, like, isn't I'm, that, isn't that just the, another way to say like, <clears throat> so I'm actually thinking dogs. So Creole sounds like it's a mix. 
between two purebreds or multiple purebreds. Right. So okay. Creole is just a mutt. Yeah. That's what it says. While the concept is similar to that of a mixed or a hybrid language, Creoles are often characterized by tendency to systematize their inherited grammar. The fuck? Now we're getting. They're just making it up as they go. Yeah. So. Oh, dude. People must get paid for this shit. Haitian Creole is the most Creole of the Creoles. <laughs> okay. Did, did, a, did a doctor come up with that? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I wish that I sounds like fucking... something out of like an Always Sunny episode. I wish I, I, wish I never looked this up because now I have to be under the impression that Creole is a fucking fake thing. Like yeah, Creole, it's, it, it's like Creole is dog, and then you have all the breeds and like all the language. Like that's like, right? Okay, yeah, I see what you're getting there. Now it took me a, a minute to figure that out. Yeah, because if you had French and you mix it with something else, so French language, right, French bulldog, right. mix it with something else, you get something else. That's a Creole. You get an American bulldog. That's Creole. That, it's that's, that's American Creole. Creole. Yeah, like, so like the okay, so yeah, the the overarching title of dog, right, is yeah. like saying Creole. Yeah. But then like it's over a hundred languages. Bijan, Maltese, uh, German Shepherd, fucking Husky, like those are all Creoles. Basically. Right. But then if you if you turn around and it's like Italian is like a bird. Now they're both animals. Right, right. <laughs> they ain't the fucking same. Yeah fucking hate creole yeah we could that make shit, this that... real complicated because if you want to say italian is a bird then you would be like spanish would be like a hawk and portuguese would be like an eagle where they're like kind of birds they're really similar but they're not the same yeah it's super fucking stupid or it's like uh <laughs> tigers leopards they're all cats yeah 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 yeah, yeah. but they are like significantly <laughs> different fucking cats yeah which speaking of this is a total other to- side tangent I saw a video the other day of a tiger swimming underwater and they said that, I think they said that tigers can swim up to five miles in the water. And I think this, it was a tweet or something. It was either, it was either that or Instagram. I mean, those are the only two accounts I use. Um, but then like the, the, there was either captions or like whatever was, was along with it was like whoever the lions have for their PR content to become fucking king of the jungle, like needs, needs a raise or something. Cause like lions can't swim. Like they don't like water, they're cats, but tigers like willingly get in the water and can swim for five miles at a time. Like that's fucking terrifying. Tigers are huge. Tigers are like 900 pounds. I was watching uh Bob does sports and they were talking about leopards. And I guess the reason leopards climb trees is because they will like kill whatever they kill, gazelle, whatever it is, grab it and climb the fucking tree with it. Oh, cool. Because lions don't climb trees. 
Yeah, lions are kind of fucking bitches, like in the cat world, really. Well, it's like, no, 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 no. So, because the males don't hunt, they just sit around all day and do nothing. They just like roar at each other and it's like, hey, man, check out my hair, man. (laughs) So, they're just deadbeat dads. Yeah, that's how I imagine lion, male lions talk. Like, oh, dude, check out this mane, dude. I've been growing this shit for years. Where's my wife with dinner? Where's the dinner? So they're misogynistic fucking stoners. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So they can't swim. Tigers can swim. They can't climb. Yeah. Leopards can climb. Right. So it's like, yeah, they might be like, I don't know, the best predator, but like they're not very versatile. They're like, they're like, they're one trick ponies. I mean, they can be kept away with dogs, right? That's the whole purpose of a borable. It's the South African mastiff. I mean, the thing grows up to be like 200 pounds. I like, I think it's like 220 pounds. So like if a lion, how much does a lion weigh? If it, it's got to weigh at least as much as a tiger, right? If you're talking like seven to 900 pounds. Um, lion, Wikipedia. <laughs> lion. Panthera Leo is a large cat of the genus Panthera, native to Africa and India. Um, give me... The size. Would that be in taxonomy? No, that's the stupid like phyla fucking class bullshit. Um the tail size. Here we go. Weight. Female lions. Oh, they're they're small. Did I exaggerate tigers? Uh, female lions can weigh up to 330 pounds and male lions can weigh up to 500 pounds. Now I need to fact check myself on tigers because maybe tigers don't grow up to 900 pounds. I totally made that up. Um... Nope, nope, that's true. Um, so tigers, uh, while vary in length and weight, can grow anywhere between this is male tigers between 200 and 660 pounds. So tigers can get significantly bigger, right? If male lions grow to 500 and male lions can be up to 660. So lions aren't even the biggest. <laughs> like they're just falling in the power rankings right now as far as cats go. The largest, here, here it is. This is where I got that number from. This is why it was in my head. The largest tiger on record reportedly weighed 933 pounds. That's, I think that's how I came up with the tiger being 900 pounds thing. There's one. There was there was one. Yeah, no, dude, dude, tiger. Uh, yeah, tigers can be up to nine hundred pounds. Yeah, there was one. That's like being like, oh yeah, human. Hu- um, humans can be se- seven feet tall and five hundred pounds. No, that was just Andre the Giant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, humans can get pretty fucking big. <laughs> so the Andre the Giant of the tiger was pretty fucking big. Um. Female tigers can get up to 370 pounds, which is bigger than female lions, which was 320. So yeah, lions aren't even the biggest. 
not the biggest, can't swim, can't climb. No. Must be good PR. Yeah. Yeah, kings of the jungle. Also, they don't live in the jungle. <laughs> That's another thing. Lions don't live in the jungle. They live in like the a, savannah. like a Disney thing or something. <laughs> we just, we're just shitting all over lions. Huh? Fuck them. I didn't know. Well, I mean, again, I didn't know that not only do they lack versatility, they also lack some size. Yeah. The males don't do anything. Like, what do they do? Just fucking hang out all day. They don't have any predators, right? Uh, no. They can be kept away with dogs. <laughs> Leo can keep away lions. Yeah, I'm pretty sure a tiger is going to look at a dog and be like, yeah, fuck you. Yeah, it probably won't. It's like, nah, I'm just going to go about my day. You, you. Yeah. But regularly, Borables are, are, they were, again, bred to fight lions. They were the so, Chris Jericho's of the Animal <laughs> Kingdom. Yes. A lion tamer. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that was early day, Jericho. Wasn't that WCW Jericho? Yeah. Before he became yeah, the, it was the Y2K. Like, so his Boston Crab variation was the, the, the lion tamer. Right. And then when he came to the w, WWE, it, became it was the walls, the walls of Jericho. Jericho. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, tigers also have cool variations, right? Like, because there's the white tiger, which happens to be one of my favorite animals just in general. Um, those things are cool as fuck, right? Lions don't have a white, an all-white version. Which I think actually is like an albi albinism. Is that how you say that? Um, like, I don't think that's good for tigers to be all white. Um, especially like if you think about their habitat, right. Of being in the actual jungle, not the fucking Savannah, like lions, um, probably not good to be white and black <laughs> in a place that's green and brown. <laughs> Doesn't seem ideal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but there's also tigers that live in Siberia, right. Where it's fucking cold. I don't see any lions living where it's cold, right? That's a that's a breed of tiger, right? The Siberian tiger. Siberian husky. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I thought the more I think about yeah, it, the I think, more I think uh, I think we just kind of punked lions. Yeah. Lions are a bunch of fucking losers. <laughs> yeah, like what would you say you do here? Yeah. Other than you know, whoever your fucking marketing director is deserves a massive raise. All of that because I had a saw a random fucking video. Who knew? But yeah. And just in general, is there like anything? Well, I don't know how I was gonna say, is there anything worse than cats? But like just cats in general are just fucking terrifying. Right. Like they're literally just killing machines, even like house cats, right? Like any kind of cat is just a fucking killing machine. That's all they do. Right. Like dogs are like, yeah, they're, <laughs> I know we laugh all the time because it's like, you know, you look at Leo and Pickett and it's like, you're a fucking descendant of a wolf, right? Like you, of course they are laying on the couch wrapped in a fucking blanket. Yeah. You, you were a wolf one time. Okay. But like, 
dogs are pretty goofy, right? Pretty friendly. Like I said, like they're, they're kind of like happy go lucky, like, you know, they're goofballs for the most part, right? Like if you get a working dog, you know, like a Husky or a shepherd or, you know, one of those, um, they got to work, right? A border collie, like they're smart. They want to do shit. They got to get shit done. But like in general, I feel like dogs are pretty dopey um, and like pretty, pretty chill, right? Obviously there's going to be some crazy ones here and there, but for the most part, dogs are very like, you know, beta, if you will, right? Because that's the whole reason they became dogs is because they were the beta wolf that went to the humans, right? And that we bred, we bred them. Um, to be how we want. I want one that's tiny and has curly hair. <laughs> I, I want one that has a really long torso and has short, stubby legs. The dumbest fucking dog ever. The hot dog, dachshund, whatever. Um, but yeah, no, cats, even house cats, they just kill shit all the fucking time. Right? Like if you if you let my dog loose and your dog, right, in the woods and said, figure it out, they'd be dead. They would be able to live for a little bit, right? Because they are animals and they do still have their instincts, but like they're dead. They're gone. If you let a house cat out in the woods, it's just going to kill shit all everywhere. And then it's just going to maybe remember its way back and bring shit back. It happens all the time. Cats kill fucking chipmunks and squirrels and, and mice, right? That's their whole thing. They just like bring them back they just like present you with dead shit they're like look i killed this thing isn't it awesome i present it to you <laughs> yeah i mean that's just what cats do in general i don't know they just it's kind of one of those things right where like i think cats in general are kind of scary right like i'm not afraid of a 12 pound house cat but i think cats in general obviously like that's the whole debate between cats and dogs is Cats aren't like lovable, right? Like they're, it's always like, no matter how snuggly they get, they can just look at you sideways and you're like, oh, wow, are you thinking about killing me right now? Cause the dog definitely isn't. <laughs> or when like you hear people like they wake up and the cat's just like in their grill. It's like, yeah. oh, that's so weird. I'm like, that's mildly concerning. Yeah, yeah. That cat's like, mm, I could kill this motherfucker right now if I wanted to. Yeah. <laughs> Just plotting your murder. And you hear the stories too, right? Of like the people are, it's obviously sad, but like the whether they're old people or just regular people that happen to die. And you always hear the story, right? They die in the house or whatever. And the dog lays down next to him and doesn't eat and fucking withers away. But what happens when someone dies in their house and they have cats? The cats start fucking eating the person. They'll just eat you. Like Fuck your dog man. will literally lay down next to you until he dies because he won't eat or drink anything. But the cat will be like, yeah, fuck him. I'll eat him. <laughs> it's fucked up, man. Fucking cats. Yeah. So I don't fuck with cats. I'm also allergic. I feel like that makes me a superior human. Being allergic to a killing machine. Yeah, I think that's that's a, that's a, um, probably a good thing. <laughs> it's a good uh, it's a good character quality. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm 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 allergic to domesticated assassins. Basically, yeah. 
Jones is listening to, like looking at the fucking four of them. <laughs> Maybe that's why Jones has four cats. He's fucking taunting them. <laughs> oh, you, you guys are killing machines. Bring it on, motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, he's just waiting. He's like, come on, let's go. Hurry up. Get it over with. If I need to get six of you, I will. <laughs> One of you is going to do it eventually. Someone has to. <laughs> Two idiots on a podcast said it's your nature. Let's go. <laughs> let's show me. So... Yeah, it's a lot of random thoughts right now, obviously, as you can tell. But all of that came from the uh, Venezuelan Guyana War. Yeah. It's uh it's a lot of a lot of iterations. Yeah, we went of... from Venezuela to Creole to Lions, not to Lions. Beans. Lions, tigers, and bears. Oh my. <laughs> <clears throat> so yeah. <laughs> Figure that one out. It's not me. Um, speaking of um, not really being able to figure shit out, but at the same time, something that I think is absolutely fucking hilarious um, is if I can open this link, it would be nice. So Amy told me about this uh, yesterday, I think either yesterday or today. Uh, I don't remember, but so Forbes came out, right? So everyone is, I would imagine, is relatively familiar with Forbes. They do, they're a financial uh, magazine, right? They put our articles, but they come out with like the the top 30 under 30, right? All like the up and coming people to keep an eye out for, like the richest people in the world. They're the ones that put together the list every year if you're a sports fan of the most valuable sports franchises. Um so they list all that out. They they like lists, right? Maybe they're a little autistic at Forbes, but that's fine. You're allowed to be. I mean, I certainly am. Uh, <laughs> um, so Forbes put out a list um, of the world's 100 most powerful women, right? Again, another list from Forbes, but this is this is what they have. So I'm going to read you a couple of these names, right? I'm going to start with number one. Um, and, uh, you know, we can talk briefly or not at all about them, but I'm going to read you their names, right? So the number one most powerful woman in the world, according to Forbes, is Ursula von der Leyen. Who is that? Uh, she is a woman from Germany who is the president of the European Union. So she is the president of the EU, right? Seems pretty fucking powerful, pretty important. Um, there's like, I don't know how many countries in the EU, maybe like 15-ish. Um, not, not Great Britain anymore. <laughs> Hashtag Brexit. Um, but there's a lot of fucking countries in the EU, right? So Ursula von der Leyen, she's from Germany. She's 65 years old. She is the number one most powerful woman in the world. Cool. Number two, uh, Christine Lagarde, who is a 67-year-old woman from France. She happens to be president of the European Central Bank. Seems pretty important, right? The uh, All of the money. <laughs> In in Europe, that's 
probably pretty important, right? That's like, you know, solid, solid job there. Good for you, Christine. Uh, number three, say what you want um, about this one, but it's Kamala Harris, um, 59 years old from the United States. Obviously, I would imagine 99% of people know that she's the vice president of the United States. Um, despite her being an idiot, um, she is quite literally one heartbeat away from being the president of the most powerful country in the world. Um, and it's not a strong heartbeat. <laughs> Certainly not a strong brainwave. Um, but so there we go. Uh, Kamala Harris, number three. Uh, number four, Georgia Maloney, uh, who is the prime minister of Italy, 46 years old. How she became number four at just being the prime minister of Italy? I don't know. It's, I, apparently, Italy has a lot of sway. I don't know. Apparently, that's an important job, right? Well, I guess the probably because the tomato trade. Yeah, I was going to say probably because Angela Merkel isn't the PM in Germany anymore. And I think maybe the rest of the European countries probably have males running uh, their country. So uh, at least the big ones, right? Germany, I think, has a male. I know Great Britain has a male. It's like Runyai, whatever. Um, so yeah, maybe she's the only female PM of a, of a European country. Okay, <clears throat> so those are your top four, right? You have... The president of the EU, you have the president of the European Bank, you have the vice president of the United States, you have the prime minister of Italy. Number five on the list from Forbes as the fifth most powerful woman in the entire world. You ready for this one? Taylor Swift. I was gonna, I was gonna ask when does when does T, T Swift show up? <laughs> At 33 years old, Taylor Swift is the fifth most powerful woman in the world, according to Forbes, right? And they 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 did their research. Obviously, there's a list of 100 people, right? So she is number five on the list. Imagine that. The only women in the world, according to Forbes, that are more powerful than Taylor Swift. Again, the prime minister of Italy, the vice president of the United States, the president of the European Bank and the president of the EU. <laughs> yeah, and I'm uh, I'm struggling to see the point here. <laughs> I think it's incredible that that she's the fifth most powerful woman in the world, which also should go uh, to, as a callback to whatever episode that was when we were talking about that. When we were specifically talking about Taylor Swift, and I um, likened her to Michael Jackson in the '80s, because um, I know you weren't as familiar with her work and like all you know, was she popular pre 2015 or whatever? And I said, "Oh yeah, yeah, she was." Um, <clears throat> yeah, yeah. This 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 proves it. She's pretty fucking well, popular. Oh. She's pretty fucking powerful. I would even argue. That she could be higher on this list. Because where we're at current day, she's gotten people that have never watched a football game to take an interest in Travis Kelsey and football. Right. She says jump. People are going to say how high. Yeah. Kamala Harris says jump. Everyone's going to tell her to go fuck herself. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> They're going to tell her to jump straight off a bridge. Shut up, nerd. 
<laughs> Shut up, genius. <laughs> and like the rest of them are European, like ew. Yeah, yeah. Yep. European, like really? Like Italy isn't that powerful of a country. No. I think T Swift could get more accomplished if she wanted to than the Italian prime minister. Probably. Definitely more than Kamala Harris. Yeah. She sucks. So just uh just in case anyone was curious and they're like, oh, who else who else was on this list? Just to, to round out the top 10, I'll go quick. Um, so behind Taylor Swift is Karen Lynch, who is the CEO of CVS. Then you have Jane Frazier, who is the CEO of Citibank. Uh, then Abigail Johnson, who is the CEO of Fidelity. Uh, then you have Mary Barra, who is the CEO of General Motors, right? Good old GM. Shout out to uh, you know, a good old US company there. Uh, then you have at number 10, Melinda French Gates, who is Bill Gates's wife. So then you start to get into like super rich people, right? Because some other, again, so there's your top 10. So you have the top four are all basically politics, right? Po politicians, then Taylor Swift. And then it's a bunch of like CEOs of companies and then Melinda Gates. <laughs> um, but then, you know, some other names someone might be familiar with would be Mackenzie Scott, who is Jeff Bezos's ex-wife, who is worth a gajillion dollars. She's at number 13. Um, let me see. Janet Yellen, who is the Treasury Secretary, the Treasury Czar in the United States, right? Kind of an important job. Um, she, the pages refresh, she's number 27. What about someone out there that's like, yeah, there's one name you haven't said yet. Who's way more powerful than all of them. What about Oprah? Right? What about Oprah? Yeah. According to Forbes, she's number 31. Oprah is 31st on this list and Taylor Swift is five. Well, what about any other musicians? There's some other musicians that are out there that are pretty popular, right? What about like Beyonce? Yeah, the, like the Beehive, right? Like, oh, so many fans, whatever. Yeah, that's cute. She's ranked number 36. Beyonce is 36. So I, think, I still think her power is being underrated. T-Swift? Yep. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I mean, I can't really find. There's no one else. Rihanna. Rihanna is 74. Um, I mean, she's a billionaire. But yeah, I mean, that's basically it. Oh, here, this is a fun one. At number 100 on the list. It's not even a real person. It's Barbie. Barbie, the doll that's been around for whatever, 60 or 70 years at this point, that like almost every little girl in the entire world plays with number 100 taylor swift five pretty incredible really imagine if she i don't she's not old she's only 33 but imagine if she ever wanted to run for president ew no 
she would win in probably the biggest win since Nixon. I don't even know who Nixon ran against when he won. Not important. No, who who pays attention to a fucking loser? But I know that Nixon won in an absolute fucking landslide. Which is funny because then they ousted him. For uh for old Watergate. There's a wild conspiracy. We don't have to get into it, but <clears throat> there's a there's a wild conspiracy that I think is fucking fascinating. Um that talks about Nixon and how basically he was the Trump of the 70s. Um he is was he an actor? No. Uh, that was no, Reagan. That was Reagan. So Nixon was wildly popular, right? Again, he won um let me see if I can find he was the vice president <clears throat> um under Eisenhower and Eisenhower is the pres- is the guy that gave that speech uh when he was leaving office about the military industrial complex and like watch out for it it was the first time the word was ever used in public um let me see 1968 electoral vote Richard Nixon beat Hubert Humphrey nerd the metrodome he won yeah, yeah, that's got to be because um, he's from Minnesota. Um, so Nixon won 301 electoral votes to 191. Nixon won 32 states. Humphrey got 13. So uh, interesting, interestingly enough, uh, there was a solid third-party candidate that year in George Wallace, who was an independent, who won five states. Um, but yeah, Nixon won th- with 301 electoral votes to 191. Everyone loved him, right, at the time. Um, he also would get a little loose, right? Like he he's the guy that there's that story about him and Jackie Gleason, um, they were drinking one night, hanging out, and Nixon was like, hey, you want to go see aliens? And they hopped on Air Force One and like flew to Area 51, and Nixon like showed him like alien shit that we had. Because then after that, Jackie Gleason built a house in California, wherever he lived. Um, and the house he built was on a cliff, and it was shaped like a UFO. And it had like all alien shit inside of it. He became obsessed with aliens after he hung out with Nixon and they allegedly one time went to area 51 kind of fucking crazy. But then, um, so there was the whole thing that Nixon, um, pissed off the wrong people, right? Like, cause he was kind of anti intelligence agencies, uh, and the military industrial complex. So what did they do? They turn around and instead of killing him, right? Because they just murked JFK. They couldn't kill another president <laughs> like nine years later. Um, because then, you know, you got to keep a low profile. So they released evidence on Watergate, right? They picked a this is where the conspiracy gets weird. They picked Bob Woodruff, who I I'm gonna butcher this because I'm just going off of my memory of hearing it on a podcast. But I don't think Bob Woodruff was an actual journalist. Um, 
he found the story, but his actual history is he worked at the Navy, right? So he was a Navy officer and he worked in the intelligence department. So like everyone was saying, like he had ties to intelligence agencies and they're the like the FBI and the CIA are the ones that fed him this info so that he could then take it to the newspapers and ran with it and broke Watergate. And then Nixon had to resign, right? Because he was going to be impeached. Um, and then right before that, Nixon's vice president was Spiro Agnew, who believe who had very similar beliefs to Richard Nixon. And Spiro Agnew was kicked out of being the vice president for like tax evasion or like some bullshit. So the FBI tagged him for tax fraud or tax evasion. So Spiro Agnew, this was before they got Nixon for Watergate. So then who did they decide to name as the new president? Gerald Ford took Nixon's place after he resigned. Well, what's the thing about Gerald Ford? Well, he was the chair. He was the chairperson of the Warren Commission. And the Warren Commission was the whole uh, basically fake uh, investigation into the JFK assassination that said, yeah, no, it was one bullet that went through the whole car and killed everyone and it landed on the gurney and it was still whole. That was the Warren Commission. And Gerald Ford was the chairperson of the Warren Commission when he was in Congress. And he's the guy that got put into the presidency after Nixon had to resign and they already ousted Agnew before him. And then what happened after Gerald Ford got, got into office? Use our greatest living president and invented the car. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he got us involved in Vietnam. Or did something. No, because Vietnam was already going on. Vietnam started in the 60s, I think. Yeah. Um, but I think he, he might have ramped up the presence in Vietnam. So a lot of um it's a it's a wild conspiracy. But again, I think it's I think it's great cuz I love that shit. I love the uh the entertainment of it. So Yeah. I don't even know how I even got to that. What did I say before that? We were talking I about don't Taylor even Swift. Oh, dude. Yeah, I have no idea. Or there was something after Taylor Swift. Yeah, it was gonna be a, la a, a landslide win, like Nixon. Mm. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. That's what it was. Yeah, and then I had to look up Nixon, and then I started talking about the conspiracy theory. So yeah, kind of wild for anyone out there that's watching or listening. Look into it. If yeah. that's the thing about conspiracy theories, if they're true or not doesn't really matter to me because i'm in it for the entertainment right like that's such a wild fucking story that the intelligence agencies between the cia and the fbi are conspiring to control who's the president right which we've kind of been seeing a little bit with the whole trump thing now right like the fbi like randomly has this stuff on them but then it goes to court and judges are like yeah no this isn't real this isn't enough right the whole russia gate thing and all that stuff and it's like 
Oh, that's weird. Where is all this information coming from? Well, it's the FBI. They have it. Well, why is the FBI providing wrong information? It's so it's it's just it's interesting. Like I said, I like the entertainment value of it. And that's the thing. Like whether it's true or not is less important to me. Um but it's kind of weird when all signs point to it kind of being true. That's my only thing. Like like until like when people start like dying on that hill, then I'm I'm out. Like it's not important enough. And then like there's gotta be logical there can't be any logical gaps in a way. Like it's gotta like A's gotta go to B, B's gotta go to C, C's gotta go to D. Now some of it can be a stretch, but it's like each step needs to go to the next one. Right. Them out. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I think it's more of a stretch with the whole JFK thing to think that it was one bullet, like the magic bullet theory. Like that's more of a stretch to believe the magic bullet theory than it is there were two shooters. Yeah, I mean, I've never looked into it. I've never watched, I don't watch like documentaries and shit like Cunty Chris was going on and on about, actually it was the Nazi, that's why I probably mentioned it earlier, the Nazis in Brazil and Argentina and shit. Oh, yeah, yeah. Seem to know a lot of detail about it. And I'm like, I just, like I've always <laughs> liked history, but like, I can't, I, I don't know. It's too much. Yeah, it's too it's much a lot. to follow. It, yeah, I was going to say, it's a lot to keep in line. It's too much detail. Yeah. That's the thing with like, with like the JFK murder. It's like, bro, I was born in 1990. What am I going to do? Yeah. Care? I can't care. I wasn't alive. Yeah, it was literally 37 years later. More time has passed in between than you've been alive. Almost. You're off a decade, right? 27. Right? I was born 63. 27 years. Oh, yeah. I just did the yeah. six, six to nine. I was like, oh, 30. That's three. Yeah, I mean, it happened 27 years before I was alive. So one, I by by default, I can't care because right. I wasn't alive. Right. I also can't care because I was like again, I wasn't alive. I wasn't there. I wasn't the shooter. I wasn't the recipient. My mom wasn't born yet. They're like there we go. My mom was born in December of '63. Kennedy was killed on like November 22nd. So my mother was not even alive. <laughs> when like, Kennedy was was killed. <laughs> what am I going to do? Evaluate the forensics? <laughs> yeah. Like, read up on the... Like, I don't know. What am I going to... Again, what am I going to do? It's over. Especially something like as controversial as that. Like, Like, some stuff sounds more interesting than other stuff. Like... Again, like one guy's assassin. We're never going to learn the truth. Never. They would have to release that shit for me to give a fuck. And they never will because there's definitely something somewhere, somehow that someone doesn't want out. Well, yeah, because then it would completely it would it would be the end of the CIA. Right. If they released the full report, because that's the thing, right? Like the it was the full report was supposed to be out in like 92. Right. And then Clinton pushed it and then Bush pushed it like every president since then has pushed it back. 
until I think Obama might have released some, but then pushed the rest of it. And then Trump released a ton, but didn't release all of it. And then I think Biden just released whatever was left, except for like a very small amount. And everyone is convinced that it's that very small amount that will never be released because it's like the the dead to rights that the CIA conspired to kill the president, the sitting president of the United States. And that would theoretically be the end of the CIA, right? Because of just the public backlash in general, right? It's one of those things like everyone knows it, but there's so, no there's no smoking gun. Now, like as soon as they would get that, like they would have to disband the CIA. Now work with me here. Because I don't know what the right answer is. Because I know how I feel about it and I'll get to it. So say the info comes out that the CIA was responsible. Mm-hmm. Couldn't all government agencies or all parties involved turn around and be like, this is terrible. We condemn what happened. No, we are not going to disband the CIA because, you know, we've turned over leadership 20 times and the people involved are no longer involved. And, you know, they can play. St- they'll pl- people probably involved play st- are dead. There's no one alive. That's what There's I mean. no they're one alive dead. that like, was there for the assassination. Like, so who? Yeah. So like everyone's dead and everyone who's connected to those people is probably also dead. Like Except anyone, Bush Jr. Yeah, but Bush Jr. was what? <laughs> no, I know. You like said anyone 30? connected. He's no. only connected because his dad was the one that fucking killed him. <laughs> Bush Jr., how old is he? Uh, I have no idea. Maybe, is he even 70? I fucking hope so. I saw some picture of him from the fucking Rangers World Series run. He looked like shit. Um... He is. Just tell me fucking his birthday. He's 77. Okay. He was 17. Yeah. When JFK was killed. That's not involvement. Right. No, no, no. I know. That's just existence. I just said connection. And family. Because it was his kid. Yeah. And like that—that's the thing—is like, every, like everyone could just play stupid. And like, say it comes out, it's like all he has to say is like, "Oh man, I'm." That's it. It 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 kills me to hear that. End yeah. comment. <laughs> like, <laughs> like oh, I hate I hate hearing that. Like, what? I don't know. Maybe that's what they're waiting for. Bush Junior to die. <laughs> you know like, what's wild is so Bush Junior was president. 20 years ago, right? 20, 23 years ago is when he got in. He's 77 years old. Uh, Donald Trump is 77. And I think Biden is what, 81? So is Bush- Biden, Is Biden actually that old? Bush was I feel president. like he's never as old as everyone thinks. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, he was born in 1942. He's 81 years old. Oh my God. Um, so yeah, the Bush was president- 23 years ago and he wasn't young he wasn't like obama who was president when he was like 45 like bush was president 23 years ago was like kind of old and is still and is still younger than the current president (laughs) 
by four years. <laughs> Anyone see a problem with that? <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah, no, nothing wrong there. So yeah, anyway, if they did release that info, I wouldn't call for the CIA to be disbanded. But I where, think enough people would where it would be. But it's issue. so long ago. It's right. so long ago. No, I agree, right? Like I don't it, – it's one of those things where it's like, you know, you, you punish someone <clears throat> for something they had no involvement in. You know, you know, it, you know, so – well, what would really we're, we're happen? Similar is, time frames. This is right? how it would go, right? Most likely, they wouldn't disband it. But if they did, right, they would disband the CIA. Nine months later, there would be a new government organization that would yeah, be like the GIA, right? <laughs> like yeah. they would have something fucking stupid, and then it, that would just be what it is. Yeah, it'd now. be like the Figus Agency or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. But it's like if you really go back to it. It would be like holding like University of Alabama like responsible for something that happened like civil rights wise. Cause that's the same era we're talking about. Right. Right. And it's like, well, anyone who was in that decision making's gone. Like they're right. long dead. They're yeah, yeah, yeah. But dead, it, yeah, 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 yeah. But it was you. And it's like, yeah, kinda. Right. But like, not really. Right. Again, like the fucking dean of the school might be seventy-seven, and or the president of the school might be fucking seventy-seven years old. I'm like, I was, I was seventeen, yeah, in nineteen sixty-three. <laughs> like, yeah. it's it, it would be just as stupid, right? I don't know. Can't some kind of hacker just like let it out? You would think, right? Like um, what's the what's that group? Anonymous, I think they. Like I don't hack know into if they. I don't know if they're that good, dude. Like, you want to talk about something that's borderline unbreakable? Well, also, if you think about it, if these documents are from the Warren Commission, which was I don't know, maybe it was like 1968 or something like that. It was it was during the 60s. It's all paper and pen. Yeah. Then they definitely did not convert that to digital. <laughs> nope. There is, I, gar found. I guarantee you, there is one copy of the yep. Warren Commission in paper and pen that exists. And if anything were to happen to it, it's gone forever because there's no digital copy. Yep. Yeah. Because they do not want that shit to be able to get hacked, right? Or to have. A, a digital footprint. So. Well, on that note, you want to wrap this bitch up? We can wrap this up. Um, I got a two-parter on the same topic. All right. One, I'm going to start with uh, an apology to Panatone. So anyone right. that doesn't know what Panatone is, it is uh, an Italian Christmas dessert cake uh, where I've previously made fun of it for being like kind of stale. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, when you get it in a box, it's not good. Yeah, so in it, like it comes like wrapped, but it's in a box. 
and the traditional panettone is uh candied fruit so it's an italian fruit cake in a box <laughs> like yeah yeah when you say it like that it sucks now what piqued my interest was one of my clients at easter bought me a colomba which is the same style of bread cake bread whatever from uh he got it from italy so like a fresh like it didn't come in a box like it's a fresh panettone or it's like same fucking thing they're the same fucking thing (laughs) colombas at easter whatever but it had like chocolate and hazelnuts and from an actual baker it was fucking good like i'm not even like not even like it was fucking good so i asked him about it i'm like oh where'd you get that he goes Italy. I'm like, oh, fuck. Yeah, I don't want to go to Boston. I don't want to go to the going to Boston. Not like, only like Boston, but like the Prudential Center, right? Like, well, Michaela is... said in Michaela told me she goes, you'd fucking hate it there. Yeah, it's miserable. I'm like, but it's I go, but it's like an Italian shop emporium. Yeah. She because that's what the fucking Google listing says. Yeah. She goes, There's a million people and you'd hate all of them. I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> fine and i go in like truthfully realistically when the fuck am i gonna go into like i'm not going into boston to get a fucking panettone like no fucking way yeah i've honestly i've been there a couple times is it cool yeah like they have like fresh pasta and that shit but like it's dumb like the the amount of people that are there again because it's the prue right although to be fair the only time i've been there i've been there two or three times and i think all three of them were pre-covid yeah so like well, i don't know what it's like now but well she's she said i'd hate it and i mean how do i not take her word on that one yeah plus part of me goes if i'm gonna schlep my fucking ass into boston just go to the north end why wouldn't i go to the north end right like that see like that's like more my drift too like why would i do that yeah anyway so we were talking about it so it was actually before we went to your house and i know i didn't buy you one but (laughs) there was a small one just like whatever that whatever that brand is i i don't know what it is off the top of my head but like whatever the generic brand is at the grocery store yeah and i go box right yeah like it's like yellow and blue whatever whatever yeah yeah um there's like four generic brands depending on store yeah i think there's a there's a blue one there's a red one and a yellow. i, I had like a yellow one yeah it's like baduco or something yeah baduco yeah i'm yeah. looking at it right now <laughs> yeah so i got the small one because they're like a dollar dollar fifty something like that they're cheap and and it was a chocolate one it was not the traditional one and i go ah, let me see how bad these are and I had it and I'm like, okay, you know what? Like, I don't remember these being like, I don't know if it's been, cause it's been a long time. Like I know like Bonatone hasn't probably evolved <laughs> much in 20 years, but I think food preservation has probably <laughs> <laughs> improved over 20 years or however long it's been. Plus again, I didn't get the fruitcake one. Right. So I had it and I'm like, actually, you know what? Like, this isn't bad. It's not nearly as good as the the Columba I had, but I go, this is fine. 
Like, I can do this. So I was at Market Basket. I got a vanilla one the other day. That was like my breakfast. And the even the vanilla one was still another, it was another Baduco or whatever. Um, and the vanilla one also fine. Like they're not as dry as I remember. Like they they they're they're and again, it's not candy, whatever. So I went to my Italian spot and they've got them still in the boxes, like no, no fresh ones or whatever, like the one that I was gifted. Um, and they've got, you know, they've got the traditional ones, which is just the candied fruit. They've got like raisin almond. They've got pistachio ones. I'm probably going to buy that next week. They have like <laughs> a chocolate hazelnut one. And also in the same family as a Pandoro, which uh, doesn't have any filling. It's just the cake and it's shaped more like a star. So mm-hmm. we got one of those. Michaela had half. She thought she liked it. I liked it again. It's like, though, that's like an imported one. So like a little bit better. So I do owe Panatone an apology because I remember <laughs> it just being fucking awful. And it doesn't have to be that way. Now, I would also tread lightly because once you cut that fucking thing open, you've got, you are on the <laughs> fucking clock. <laughs> Because I've only bought the little ones and I've only like, like, that's probably part of why I remember them sucking was someone opened it up, took a slice the next day, took a slice third day. Oh, you want some? Yeah, sure. It's like, oh, this is fucking mediocre. This is not good. Yeah. Um, And I also saw that some of these, they come with recipes, like they want you to like cut the very top of the pontone off, cut in the middle, add fruit, add cream, whipped cream, stuff like that. So like you repurpose them in some cases too. Yeah, I just saw when I was searching that there was a pontone French toast recipe. That would be good. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And then uh is I would it Christ- that. Christian Petroni? I've probably sent you guys a couple of his yeah. things. He oh, cooks I love Italian I love shit. Christian Petroni. Amy um, hates him. She can't stand him, but he's, he's one on, of my Is he he's on Food Network? Favorites. Oh, yeah. He's all over Food Network. Okay. So he wasn't a big Food Network guy when I was watching a lot. So I've, I've just watched his Instagram a couple times for his recipes. Mm-hmm. And he took a panettone, cut it in half. He also added, makes truffoli. <laughs> I'm, I, hey, I'm not going back to that. I will. I, I, I promise you I will not be going back. <laughs> on Struffoli. Like I owe Panatone an apology. I don't know Struffoli shit. <laughs> it fuck, never will. Fuck that. <laughs> Cause even if someone presented me the best tasting Struffoli, it's still a fucking bitch to eat. Yeah. And it's still primarily honey. Like that's like it's honey. It's a honey bomb. Yeah. Honey is honey. It doesn't get that much better. Right. Um so he did one he cut it in half, added some whiskey, added a bunch of Nutella and a bunch of hazelnuts. So he repurposed one as well. So it's like, okay, these things are not – so not only the quality of them is a little bit better than I thought. You can be a little creative with them, and it's not just candied fruit cake in a box anymore. Like there's more to <laughs> it here. Um, so to put a put a bow on that. I did go back to see what Italy was offering because my guy told me he goes he goes hey man they like you can order them too sixty dollars 
No fucking way. Holy Not a chance. Shit. No fucking way. I don't know what my Italian spot has the ones in the box for. I got to imagine 15 plus or minus a couple bucks. Yeah, I was just looking. You can get a Bauduco, a 24 ounce, so two pounds. Um, on, Probably 10 bucks. On Amazon for 10 bucks. Yeah. Like yeah. I'll pay a little bit more for like an imported one. Yeah. Like up to 20, I think. Maybe 25 if it's got, like if it's like Nutella and hazelnut, like, like it's fucking like. Yeah, yeah. You know, your more gourmet variety. The little guy, like like again, like the little Paduco is like a buck, a buck fifty. <laughs> and the little imported one I got was like four bucks. Yeah. Um 60. I fucking think not. Yeah, which no is thanks. so that's another thing. I, I don't know. Michaela might have said this. I don't want to discount her. She may have said, she may have added this, because obviously I'm fucking cheap. Uh Italy also is very expensive. Yeah, well, so yeah. yeah, I mean you, it's in the the base floor of the Peru. So my thing would be is I would probably go into the North End. One, it's more my style. Two, well, actually, sorry. One is I'm not going to fucking Boston. Two, the North End is more my style. Three, I assume it would be better in the North End. And four, I wouldn't pay out the ass. Right. So. Yeah. All that for Panatone. <laughs> My apologies to Panatone. Yeah, it's uh yeah, I feel bad that I bastardized it for so long. Cause that's because that's the other thing that I now find annoying is like, so say I get one and Mikhail and I eat like decent amount. We can make French toast with it or right. like a baked something. Cause yeah. again, like I said, you're on the clock once you crack that thing open. Yeah. And you also don't need to get the dried fruit one. No. Like no, I would actually recommend not. Yes, that's what I. Because <laughs> the raisin almond one seemed really fucking underwhelming, man. Like, <laughs> yeah. It sounded like super unfortunate. Yeah. <laughs> given given yeah. your options, because you could do like Pandora, like a regular Pandora is fine. You can get a lemon Pandora if you like lemon, no problem. Uh, candied fruit, whatever. Like I like pistachio, so there's a pistachio one. Uh, there's chocolate, there's vanilla, there's like again the chocolate, the hazelnuts, like kind of dolled up, raisin and almond. Yeah, <laughs> are you fucking serious? Yeah, yeah, I'll take the raisin and almond one. Oh, oh god! And I bet you they sell a shitload of those. Yeah, it's all old people. It's it's it. You know what? It's the same thing. This There's is people this, that don't know better, and this is for another. No, no, no. It's it's people who might know better, but they're fucking clouded by like what is tradition. And sometimes tradition's cool, and sometimes it's fucking not. And I'll save it for another day. But it's the same thing with the goddamn seven fishes. People yeah. like uh, oh well uh, uh, the tradition. It's like. Fuck off. And it's the same thing on like Christian Patron. He gets crucified in the comments because when he does like a spaghetti alio e leo, like, you know, spaghetti, garlic, and olive oil, he adds cheese and it's like, there's no cheese in a fucking alio e leo. Like, yeah, dude, relax. Yeah. It's 2023. He lives in New York. <laughs> 
not a poverty-ridden Italian village. Right. He can afford cheese yeah. <laughs> and he can add it to the dish. Yeah. <laughs> I understand. Alio is garlic. Olio is oil. Spaghetti, alio, aolio. I get it. Yeah. It has three ingredients. Yeah. This isn't it's like you said, okay. it's not a it's not a poor village outside of Naples in southern Italy, right? Like yeah, it's, it's like not it's not like where my grandmother or my great oh my, my great grandmother grew up. Yeah. Where it's like there's like some caves. Like that's what that's its fucking like appeal. Yeah, he's it's in caves. man he's in Manhattan. Like he's fine. He's doing okay. He's yeah. on TV. Yeah. <laughs> he can afford fucking <laughs> he can afford cheese he can afford a chili and some parmesan like <laughs> but yeah it's like the same thing like oh my god you added cheese to your your alio alio it's like everyone's gonna be fine yeah it's gonna be okay oh my god parsley parsley might be traditional i don't know but like what yeah. it's like oh my yeah god. You're adding herbs to to this herbs. <laughs> like people lose their shit, and it's like, God forbid, you take something and make it a little bit better because back in the day it existed out of fucking poverty, yeah, in borderline famine. <laughs> but no uh, one bats an eye when you talk about lobster, fucking idiots. <laughs> uh, all right um so my final thought i'll stick with um kind of the food theme in a way um but there's a as a quick backstory um i don't know where amy came up with it i think she might have seen it like on instagram or tiktok or whatever she's a, a big into tiktok um but a few weeks ago, because we've been doing it for a while, we may have been, we might be doing it now for like maybe about a month ish. So she came up with this idea or got it from somewhere, how, however she came up with it, um, that every weekend we swap turns and one of us is going to uh, make some sort of drink, right? And we have to present it. And then we have to like be able to figure out what it is or like what the other person was going for. So it's like kind of a challenge, but not really. Right. It's, it's um, like I did this, this last weekend, which I'll get to uh, in a second, I did a hot chocolate martini um, the week prior. Um, what did I do? Or no, two. So two weeks prior, I did um, cinnamon toast crunch martini um amy did a s'mores one that was pretty good um and i'm blanking on what the other one i feel like there was one more but it's funny too because when you first said it and i'm like bro if someone makes a tequila ginger how are you not picking that out <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, yeah so the, but it, ma the it whole... makes more sense that you guys are doing like we'll just call them like martini variants yeah, because yeah. those are way easier to hide shit. I'm thinking like you literally poured like a bourbon something and like, <laughs> like Amy, like unless you've become a bourbon drinker, I didn't think you were one. Like I figured you'd pick that out right away because you don't fucking like it. It's like the same yeah. thing. Like, oh, you're going to make me something with like vodka or tequila. I go, I'm going to pick that out immediately because yeah. I don't like those things. 
Right. I go, and then if you give me a rum or a whiskey, I'll be able to figure that one out pretty fucking fast too. Okay. So I'm, right. I'm following along now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so again, this, so this, so that's what we've been doing, right? It's just like one of those fun, dumb things you do on a Saturday night, right? Like, oh, it's well, once uh, you have children, this is what you have to do to keep. Yeah. This is, this is what we look forward to. Um, so last week, like I said, I, I decided to make a hot chocolate martini. So I embarked on a journey to the liquor store across the street from my house um, to try and find the materials, which the recipe I found online, I think it was a uh, creme de cacao, uh, vanilla vodka. Some of them were milk. Some of them were Bailey's. I went with regular milk just to cut down on the booze content. Milk was a bad choice. Um, And then a packet of hot chocolate, right? And like, whatever. It was optional to add marshmallows. Um, I didn't add marshmallows. Thank God. So I go through the whole, I, I got the recipe, right? And I'm like, all right, cool. So there's literally a liquor store across the street from my house for people that aren't familiar. Uh, I go there. They have vanilla vodka. They don't have, well, they had a bottle of creme de cacao, but it was like Allen and it was a 750, right? So I don't know if you're familiar <laughs> with the Allen brand, but from my They're days like worse of working- than Kuiper? Yes. Yeah. From my days of working in the liquor store, I will never <laughs> purchase anything that is Allen brand. Um, so it's like worse than well, like just, just don't do it. Um, so I was like, all right, I'm not, I'm not doing this. So I go down to, um, so I get the vanilla vodka there. Right. And I, I check out and I go, okay, there's another liquor store further down route one South a little bit. Um, and I go, it's, it's easy. It's right down, right down route one. Cool. So I hop back out on route one and I start heading southbound and like a quarter mile down the road, uh, dead stop traffic. And like the part, I don't know if you from, I don't know if you ever driven past my house on route one, but there's a Christmas tree shop South. Like on the way to Market Basket, like on the way uh, you know to Rhode what? Island. That was, that was a stupid ass question because even if I have, I don't remember. Yeah. So there's a Christmas tree shop or what used to be a Christmas tree shop down there on the right hand side. And the way it, you're kind of like coming down a hill. So you can see pretty far down Route 1, dead stop the whole way. So the liquor store is right next to a stop and shop that's down there. So I literally got off. I, I took a... a a side street off of route one went back roads all the way down to the, to Chamawa, the golf course, take a turn on the road that that's on, go all the way down over a one lane bridge, which is pretty fun. I got one of those near my house, um, all the way down and around and then back out to route one. But where that puts you out, it spits you out into the plaza where the liquor store and the stop and shop is. And I'm pretty sure I did it faster than the cars that were on Route 1 because I'm pretty sure I saw the same blue Subaru that I was behind that was like in traffic still at the light that I would have been at. So I go in and I walk around the liquor store and I find the liqueur section and I'm looking and it's they have the DeKuyper stuff and they have literally everything. They have the butter shots. They've got green apple they've got uh triple sec they got it they got it all right all of this no creme de cacao I'm like oh fucking christ 
All right. So I go up to the, so the, the, the guy behind the, the counter is like, Oh, are you looking for something? And I was like, yeah, it's super random. It's creme de cacao. And this guy is not English. Um, he's, I'm going to stereotype and say he's Indian. Uh, I don't know what he was. He could have been any sort of Pakistani, whatever, whatever he was. He was not, he's not American or South, not South Asian. Yeah, sure. Let's go with that. Um, and he was like, excuse me, I don't like what? And I go creme de cacao. And he was like, I don't know what that is. And in my head, I'm like, well, you work at a liquor store. You should probably figure this out. But regard, I didn't say that. And I was like, regardless. Uh, and I was like, oh, it's basically like a chocolate liqueur. And he goes, oh, we have that. So I'm like, oh, here we go. And he walks down the aisle and he goes, oh, what about this? And I was like, yeah, it's not what I'm looking for. It's like chocolate. It's like alcoholic chocolate milk, basically. You know, the stuff yeah. I'm talking about. Like, that's yeah, not what I want. Uh, and he goes, oh, actually. And I, I pointed to the DeKuyper stuff, like everything. And I go, it's it's pro it's like this brand you got you guys have literally everything but the creme de cacao and he was like oh there's a case of it out back i'll go get it and i was like okay that seems odd to not have any on the shelf but have a case of creme de cacao in the back and but also okay. know that yeah so he goes out back and walks out and he's holding a bottle of triple sec and he goes i don't think this is it and i go <laughs> no it's not <laughs> So I'm like, it's all right, man. I appreciate it. Like, I'm just going to keep searching. So now I'm like, all right, I can either go to the liquor store further down. Oh, I forgot a step. Early in that morning, I knew that I wanted to um, that I wanted to do this. So on my way to Market Basket on Saturday morning, there's a massive Yankee Spirits like right on the Attleboro, Attleboro uh, Pawtucket uh, line. So I went there first. They didn't have it. So I'm like, all right, cool. Um, which actually, there's a swap. They're the ones that had the 750, but it was a shitty brand. The place across the street from me didn't have anything. That's what it was. I, I, I conflated my my liquor stores there. So I go in the morning. They have it, but I don't want a, I don't want a 750. And it's a it's an off-brand. Stop number two across the street, guest borrows, didn't have anything. Stop number three, the the new spot down by the stop and shop, they tried to give sec. me, yeah, they have tons of triple sec. They got a whole case of triple sec. So if anyone lives in the Attleboro area, <laughs> you triple sec, that's your guy. You go to Ace Liquor by the stop and shop in South Attleboro, and you got a whole case of triple sec waiting for you. Um, so then I'm like, all right, shit. So I can't keep going further south. Otherwise, I'm going to end up in Pawtucket. So I turn around. I have been down that far. Yeah. Yeah, that's on the way to the golf course. Um, yeah. So I go back roads again to avoid Route 1 all the way back to it spits me out like right next to my house, right by the bridge over 95. So I go out that way and I continue back roads and I get back to Route 1 and then I go Route 1 north. So now I'm going north into North Attleboro. So I drove by one like brand new liquor store across from the Cumbies because it was on the other side of Route 1. And I'm like, I don't feel like trying to drive across right now. So I go all the way up to this place called City Spirits. Uh, shout out to City Spirits in North Attleboro. I've been there a handful of times. And I would say, say I've been there like six times, right? 
five of the six times I was looking for something specific. Like I had a reason to go to the liquor store, whether it was like a, a certain bottle of wine for a gift, or I was looking for um, a specific bourbon. Um, it's actually where I think I bought a bottle of Booker's once uh, because I was looking specifically for Booker's. Um, so I don't know. I said this to Amy. I go, I don't know why I don't just make that my liquor store. Like I know it. I, I have to drive by two liquor stores to get to that one. But like every time I've gone there looking for something specific, I found it. So I just happened to go in. They have a bottle of creme de cacao. It's only it's they only have 750s, but it's to Kuiper and it's fine. And I go, fuck it. I'm not driving to another place. I'm just taking the 750 and I'll find something else to do with it. Right. So I go up to the counter, I get it, buy it, go out, go back home and proceed to make my martini. So it took me Yankee, Gasparo, um, Ace, and then City. Forced four trips to four different liquor stores to find creme de cacao. Why is it so hard to find that? And I know it's it's kind of niche, I, but it's not. I have I have two reasons. One, creme de cacao sucks. Two, well, yeah, it's not I great. think the market has been replaced by more like chocolate liqueurs, not just like spiked chocolate milk. Right. So I know Godiva has a chocolate liqueur. Yeah, it's like in like I know like Bailey's has varieties now. Right. And right. like there's all this types of shit. So I, yeah. I I feel like the market has sort of cut out the pure creme de cacao and just kind of gone for like, hey, chocolate liqueur. Yeah. Yeah. That would be my guess. Cause even like Kahlua has like flavors or varieties now. Yeah. Yeah, it's like Kahlua used to just be fucking Kahlua, right? Right. It's coffee rum. Yeah. But yeah, that's a fair point. How do you but, pronounce the ha- the Italian hazelnut liqueur? Amaretto with the, with no with the woman on the bottle. Oh, Frangelico. Mm, damn. Not Frangelico. I didn't, I didn't. I you know I didn't hear it called Frangelico until I was like. 25 years old. <laughs> I only heard it pronounced Frangelico. I mean, if you follow Italian pronunciation rules, it should, be, prob- it should be Frangelico. Frangelico. Yeah. But... Yeah. Right. Because you're supposed to accent the final, whatever the last vowel is in the word is supposed to naturally get the accent. No, it's because I is pronounced E in yeah. Italian. So. Lico. Maybe that's Spanish. That's what it, that's the rule in Spanish. Whatever the last vowel is gets the enunciation unless there's the so accent fran- mark. So Frangelico. No, it would be Frangelico. Like you wouldn't oh. it like the end it's not like not, oh, not the, last. the end. Oh god. Yeah. So fucking confusing. Yeah. Yeah, no, so I uh I is pronounced e, so it's like if you said um, I don't even know my Italian words. Anyway, the letter I, yeah, is pronounced E, right? And right. E is pronounced E, eh. right? So, so yeah, creme de cacao impossible to find. 
but I found it. <clears throat> and now I have a 750, I have 750. Well, now I probably have 747 milliliters well, of it. Well, if you guys are going to keep making these fucking martini shits, like, yeah, you'll, you'll use it. You'll use it. Yeah. Yeah. Just make some more chocolatey fucking recipes. Well, even if you don't, less thing, like, even if you don't, even if you like only kind of need it. Yeah. Dude, honestly, if it sits on my shelf for three years and then I dump it down the drain, well, it, it was like 11, harden. it was like 11 bucks. Then <laughs> at really... that rate, you're going to have a brick. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Then it's a weapon. Then it, then it goes behind the door as a club <laughs> in case someone breaks in. <laughs> no, I mean, like, like you might use half the bottle. You, you realistically. Yeah. Yeah. I think Maybe. that's fair. That's a fair. Because not, not for nothing. I have a bottle of Kahlua here. And it was before the FSU game. I was drinking uh, Kahlua Sunrise, <laughs> almond milk, Kahlua, and something. I don't know is what my a, real. What is it called? Is it? It's not Kahlua. Is it a Mexican sombrero? I forget the name for it. No idea. I have no idea. It's something weird. Did we buy Bailey's? We probably didn't buy Bailey's. What the fuck? Did I use rum? I might have used rum, Kahlua, and almond milk. Sweet and almond milk. And I was drinking those before the Florida State game. I was on a black rushing. No, for a I while. used I used uh screwball. Oh, okay. Screwball Kahlua. Ooh, that actually sounds really good. Screwball Kahlua and uh sweetened vanilla almond milk. Oh. That and I was drinking good. them at like 8 a.m. or whatever <laughs> before. Man, maybe it was a little bit later. Might have to take notes. Maybe that'll be my next drink next week. <laughs> yeah, this doesn't have a name. I don't know. I got the recipe from Bob. <laughs> That's fucking troublesome. Well, it's funny because I wanted the Rumson's, the Rumson's coffee rum. Because it's like 80 proof or 70 yeah. proof. So it's like real booze. Right. Uh, but it's quite good. And I used to just drink that with almond milk before. And uh, no dice. Hard to find. You could just go with a black Russian, which is literally Kahlua Coke. and vodka. Uh, I don't like vodka. Yeah, but it gets you the rumson. It'd be like drinking rumson on the rocks. Because it's Kahlua, but you're you're increasing the octane of the Kahlua. Yeah, but I don't like vodka. Yeah, it's whatever. I could take rum and Kahlua. Yeah, do whatever you want. <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah, so that's going to do it. <laughs> that's going to do it for us. Uh, so thanks for watching. If you're on YouTube, uh, don't forget to click subscribe up above. Hit the like button down below. Uh, if you're an audio only guy, yeah, you can subscribe as well, wherever you're listening, uh, tell everybody, you know, about the show, help spread the word. Uh, you can get us on Instagram at sarcasm speaks pod, uh, Twitter is sarcasm underscore speaks, Facebook is sarcasm speaks website, sarcasmspeaks.com. Go to the merch store, buy some merch. And then also while you're spending money on shit, uh, if you look in the show notes below, like this is whether you're on YouTube or audio, it doesn't matter. Uh, in the show notes, we have the links to all the sponsors. So shout out to all those guys. Uh, go support them and get your discounts uh, with the links that are in the notes. So enjoy. Uh, until next time, good night, everybody. <laughs>